Hello and welcome to another episode of Spheres of Influence. I'm your host, Ryan Hogarth. And every Tuesday and Thursday on Mix 93.8 Legendary Radio and also on podcast, we're talking about all things technology and all things people, how the combining of people and the technology we use is changing how we do business, how we market, how we interact with each other, how we do everything in this life and in this amazing world today. And I have with me on Skype with hopefully not too much of a little of a delay, is Dylan Kolstad. She's the big boss of a company called Shift One Marketing. They do integrated marketing. So, Dylan, hello and welcome. Thanks for being here today. Hi, Ryan. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Now, I met Dylan at a conference last year and was very impressed with what she had to say and her general view about how we go about marketing. Because marketing is one of those fields that has been massively impacted by the change in the world with technology and social media and, and how people are now consuming their content. And I think marketers for a long time have gotten it wrong or at least have not been sure how to deal with it exactly. But I was, I was very impressed with what Dylan had to say about it. So Dylan, if you could start first of all, tell us what your business is all about and what you do and what you mean by integrated marketing. No problem, Ryan. So um, we've been running for four years and um, basically what we do is help businesses integrate all of their different marketing channels together so that they grow their businesses um, cost effectively, but also through combining their messaging across all their channels so that it's cohesive. So you don't have one channel that has a different uh, um, approach to another channel. What we're also pretty good at is putting together the right mix of channels because as a, as a marketer, you're overwhelmed with so many different channels to choose from. And um, our speciality is help working with different organizations and businesses and helping them identify which, which channels the cheapest um, and the most effective for them to use to grow their business or achieve their goals. You know, not everybody necessarily wants to grow their business. Some people might just want to do brand awareness and um, and and grow the um, their, their, uh, their market share in terms of awareness out there. So yeah, most of our clients, we must I must be perfectly honest, it's about sales. And so we're basically a sales beast. We literally will help you put together. We don't use channels that don't work, and we don't use channels that. Um, that uh, that are too expensive. So one of the channels I never, never, never advocate, unless you've got huge budgets, it's it's um it's taken out an ad in a in a magazine, because we just find that the ROI is so that's return on investment. It's just too 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 um too hard to measure and track and and actually just it's more like wallpaper advertising. You know, a lot of people don't even look at ads these days. You know, or they will flick through their their DSTV recordings on high speed, and your ad is just if your ad is invisible on high speed and your brand is invisible on high speed as they fast forward through it, then it's a fail. So yeah, that's kind of what we do. Right now, you said something kind of interesting there. You said you don't use channels that don't work. Now, would you think that there is a generally speaking there's channels that don't work or is it kind of different for everybody is it done on a case-by-case basis it is a case-by-case basis um you know some channels are harder to sweat because um they're not let's say um some of our brands that we work with are, are, are very financial or very academic or very theoretical and um it's harder to get picked up by let's say press um, so if you look at press as a channel um, we get, you know, since we get pickups, 20 pickups globally, you know, for, for some of our businesses and um, 
uh, as a standard per month will get per pickup will probably per press piece will probably get about four to ten pickups. And um, but if you look at that as a channel, you you can't directly say how many sales came from that. But press, I would say, is one of the um, strong supporting channels that um, helps to snowball your marketing activities and your awareness out there. And because it's so much cheaper than advertising, I mean, if you take an ad in a magazine, it's going to cost so much more money than than taking out a press release with us. But if you look at that for certain markets, it may not necessarily work. So one of the channels that we find is really neglected is email marketing. And that's because people don't understand how to email and they just spam continuously. So if you go to our website, shift1.co.z, and you sign up for our newsletter, you'll see how we do it. We continuously getting compliments for our email marketing. And it's really what we, it's, it's what, there's a buzzword for it, it's called um, content marketing. But basically what it entails is every month, or twice a month, we'll brainstorm a really cool knowledge piece that gives away some of our carefully hoarded knowledge that we've um, taken years to, to, to build up, and we actually give that away for free. You know, we don't sit on that knowledge uh, at all, even though it is what we, you could call our IP, intellectual property. Um, and, we, and by sharing that IP with people, um, we actually build relationships, and we've got clients based on our email marketing. So spam is only if it's not relevant and it's not interesting. Um, so email marketing could possibly be your most cost-effective channel. But here's the thing. You need people to send it to you. If you don't have email addresses, you're dead in the water because you can't go out and buy email addresses um, because of the Poppy Act. So we've got clients that have got literally files and files and files of customer email addresses. Firstly, most of them are quite old now and probably don't work. Secondly, they haven't had them tick, yes, I would like to subscribe to a newsletter. But if you're not at that exact point of contact asking people, do you want to stay up to date with emails and specials and um, and with, with you know some interesting information about X, Y, and Z? And if they say yes, you put them right there into your database. And, uh, and the, the amazing tools out there like MailChimp, which are completely free up to a certain number of subscribers that uh, make it really easy to stay in touch with your customers using email. Okay, good. So to take it one step back, you... Your tagline is about integrated marketing. Is that still largely misunderstood? I know, you know, over the last few years, I've come across people who see their marketing is very segmented. You know, it might be uh, media in traditional media, print media, and then they see social media as this other new thing, but it's a separate. And then email is as yet another separate thing. Is there a growing understanding that all of these things should be talking to each other or are still many making the mistake of viewing these as separate things that don't link together? I think most people by now realize that they should link together. But the challenge is doing that. When you work in a bigger company and you're not the head of, of, of everything and it doesn't all fall underneath you, um, you you're going to you're going to have a, a lot of opposition possibly with the head of the email channel and the head of the social media to try and get them to all work together to do cohesive campaigns. Yes, everyone should be driving their own agendas, um, but there should at least be a couple of campaigns where you pull all channels together and you, you bang something out that's cohesive. We, we found that it's as simple as, you know, if you don't know where to start because you're completely overwhelmed, and a lot of our clients, they're the only person in the marketing department. It's literally just them. So they have the opposite problem. They're in charge of everything, but they don't have the capacity or the time or the, or the energy um, to do everything. They, they might have the skills and they know what needs to be done, but they literally just can't get to it. So for me, the starting point is, you know, do you have a content calendar? Do you have themes for every month? Do you know what message you're going to be putting out at least 
one or two months in advance. Um, and then it's about, okay, how does this translate into email, into social media? And by social media, you break it up by channel, into Instagram, into Facebook, onto YouTube, onto Twitter. Are we going to do a video for this? Is there a competition for this? Is there, um, you know, are we going to do a press release for this? Does this go on our website? Um, what does the graphic design look like? What are the competition elements? And um, it's basically as simple as that. You just start with a couple of different campaigns. Every month you do a different campaign that pulls that, that cuts across all your channels. Um, one of the, the touch points that we found works really well for a lot of our clients is to host an event. So a lot of what we do here is events coordination, getting people that are your target market into a room and, um, and building a relationship with them uh, in, in a face-to-face -face environment. So a lot of clients can't do that because the clients are potentially all over the show. They don't have the budget. But uh, we find that face-to-face, -face, everyone talks digital. And yes, digital is absolutely necessary and critical. But don't neglect face-to-face. -face. We are human beings after all. And it's all about building trust. I mean, digital is more effective if you can communicate emotion and trust and somehow build a relationship digitally. But there's really no... Um, no replacement for face-to-face. -face. It really is actually the, the be-all and the end-all. So we use digital usually to culminate in uh, and to support all of our events um, that we host for our clients. All right. Well, the one thing that ties all of this together, and you mentioned it briefly, is is this idea of content marketing. And that's been around for some years now. Um, and I would imagine it's misunderstood or, or it's done better by some than others. So could you describe then what is content marketing and then how, would a how does a business go about generating content? I know a number of people I speak to, they struggle with that. They sit there and go, what am I supposed to do? And they don't know how to, you know, what, what does this content mean? How do I put it together? So if you could talk to that a bit, I think that'll be very helpful. Sure. So content marketing is literally coming up with a series of um, awesome pieces of content that you then distribute for free. So I always say, what do you know really well? What are you an expert in? Can you produce a series of videos on that? Or can you write an ebook about that? How about a case study? Can you do a, um, a slide share or, 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 a, um, or an opinion post, a blog, uh, a webinar? You can do a, a Q&A session. Um, you know, so let's say you're a photographer, you can do a series on how to take amazing photos at sunset using your iPhone or your Samsung. Um, you know, and, and photographers might say, yeah, but that's giving away my IP. Not really, because most people are never actually going to get off their butts and take that photo. Um, what it is doing, though, it's showing that you're the expert and you know how to take a photo at sunset and you've actually got a fancy camera. And you can set things like aperture and all fancy things that most people don't know about. So um, if you sit there and say, yeah, but I don't know what to do, there's actually there's content generating websites out there that you actually just put in one or two topics and it will give you a whole host of ideas. We've on, on, our, um, on our Facebook page, we've got this list of different content things, uh, literally about 20 or 30 things that you can produce if you sit there and go, oh, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to make. You can do a cartoon, you can do a, an interview, you can do a mind map. The simple thing you can do is take a pretty picture and put a big quote over it, you know, and that's, that's a piece of content. So now that you've done this content, what do you do with it? So don't think I have built it and they will come because it's not the case. So just having a piece of content is enough. What content does is it gives you the power now to use your channels to get it out. So now this is where you say, okay, I've done this infographic. Let me send it to my email database. 
via email. They have used the email channel. Let me burst that out on social media. They have used social media channel. Let me send it to press. I might actually get it picked up by, by a couple of publications. Who knows? Um, let me put it up on my website, on my blog. So right there, you might even create a little video for it. Um, and right there, you've used that one piece of content and recycled it five or six or seven times so that it's really gotten you some value. So content is massively valuable. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, I don't have time in my day to do this. So this is what I would tell my clients that um, if they don't use us to do it, this is how you do it. The first day of every month, book out that full day. Every day, go and block book it in your diary right now. And that's your day for producing, let's say five pieces of content, even four pieces of content. You can hold up your iPhone and you can take a video of yourself talking about something. Are you an interior decorator? Hold up your phone and talk about a house that you decorated and walk around the house. Are you selling houses? Take your phone, walk through the house and talk about that house and what you think about that house because people are buying it from you. You're actually the person that, that, that they trust. Do you sell cupboards? Do you sell, um, uh, do you sell lights? Are you selling shoes? Are you selling your time? Whatever the case might be, um, take the time to produce that content on the first day and then and then what you can do is you can actually schedule it using a tool called Hootsuite. So it's H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E, Hootsuite.com. It's a free tool and you can actually go and pre-schedule for your entire month's worth of social media. So that takes care of all your social media posts for, well, most of your social media posts for the month because you're still going to have to go in and, and do your replies and your retweets and that. And, um, and then put it up on your website and boom, you're pretty much done for the month. So there's no excuses. All right, fine. So when we're talking, to sum this up, if I have listened to what you've said in the last few minutes, is there's, there's two things that are really important. One is obviously content. And through content, become a trusted advisor, the person who's an expert in the field in whatever it is your business is in, the thing you're selling, the thing you're, you're about. You're clearly an expert. And if you produce content that shows that, you become trusted among your people. Now, in order to market to them, you're going to have to have people to market to. So get those email addresses, build up, build up the audience so you have people to talk to. So I think that uh, probably a very good summation of integrated marketing. All right. So my guest today on Spheres of Influence has been Dylan Kolstadt. She's with Shift One, and you can find them at shiftone.co.za. Is that correct, Dylan? That's right. So I'm going to advise everyone to go to their website and tick yes for their newsletter. I've done it myself and they provide excellent content in the field of marketing. So Dylan, thank you very much for being with us today. And this has been Spheres of Influence. And as always, I'd love to hear from you. If you have ideas for the show, you'd like to be on it, know someone who should be on the show, get hold of me, ryan at hogarth.ca.za or on Twitter at Ryan Hogarth. Until the next time, this has been Spheres of Influence.